Good morning, my name is Alpa Swinger and I'm the Senior Director of Market Development at PCA. The Women in Concrete Alliance came together with a renewed vision towards the end of 2019. There was a conversation among several of us centered around fostering a more inclusive environment for women in our industry. We began asking questions like, how can we help other women in our industry? How can we support more diversity? How can we encourage the next generation of cement and concrete workers? So a group of us came together and formed the steering committee to breathe new life into the Women in Concrete Alliance or WICA as we call it and set a new course. You'll be hearing from all of us today on the steering committee and here's what we're here, why we're here today. This year's fly-in is talking about several issues that you see here on your screen, sustainability, infrastructure, trucking, and workforce development. And WICA is tackling all of these issues as well. Sustainability, of course, being a big focus. As you know, the world speaks about sustainability in terms in addition to the environment and carbon footprint. The triple bottom line of sustainability considers the people part to be all stakeholders of an organization, including employees, the communities where they operate, the individuals throughout the supply chain, and your customers, and of course, future generations. As you speak with legislators and policymakers, we encourage you to include WICA in your conversation, positioning our industry as one that cares about issues like DEI, and is finding ways to advocate for positive social change by empowering all stakeholders. We're going to briefly walk you through some of the ways you can add the Women in Concrete into your discussion and why it matters. I'll now hand things over to Heather Steffick, Director of Operations for the New York State Chapter of the American Concrete Pavement Association. Heather? Thank you, Alpha. We often see the environmental aspect of sustainability at odds with the money side, while the social pillar is often overlooked. However, without people, we have no workforce. It's the diverse skill set of our people that make our industry better. When President Biden says to build back better, of course we would like to see resiliency included. Resiliency requires diversity. We can't have all our eggs in one basket, not for our 401ks, our pavement selection type, and not for our workforce. The Women in Concrete Alliance seeks to promote more women and diversity in the industry. The tides are starting to change. Social equity is now a pilot credit for the U.S. Green Building Council's LEAD program, and the Concrete Sustainability Council already have prerequisites that exceed the LEAD requirement. We have seen policy passed on the federal level that promotes resiliency and social equity for emergency evacuation routes. The National Institute of Building Science, or NIBS, has initiated a program for improving the workforce of the built environment through social equity. There's even a new infrastructure rating system called Envision, which asks whether a project will help or hurt certain communities. They encourage systemic changes in the planning, design, and delivery of sustainable, resilient, and equitable infrastructure. Next slide, please. Voices on the Hill and in the industry are better than ever, representing a larger, more diverse population. Women continue to open doors to groups traditionally dominated by men. I would now like to hand it over to the President of Advancing Organizational Excellence, Kimberly Kaler. Thank you, Heather. Next slide, please. Thank you. 
So we hear a lot about diversity, equity, inclusion in the marketplace today. And as president of a consulting firm that provides marketing and, and strategic counseling, I'm constantly asked right now from contractors and engineers alike, as well as other stakeholders, in the design and construction industry, how to handle DEI. Many are being asked to actually include their diversity, equity, inclusion plans when they respond to proposals. And there is no one basic plan or guidance on this. This is an area that WICA can help. So the business case for DEI is real important to look at. The AGC report on DEI last year included a great survey from OSHA that actually shows a positive safety culture can be a result of a DEI program, and it also helps mitigate employee turnover. Lots of financial performance metrics as well. Gender diverse companies and diverse companies are more likely to outperform their peers. And then when we look at our future, I've been in the concrete industry for 25 years and we've talked about workforce development that entire time and we make some strides towards it, but there's still so much to be done. Diversity, equity, inclusion could be our answer, certainly one of our answers. That next generation, we know we have five generations in the workplace now, that next generation has shown that they are looking at DEI when they make selections in terms of who they work for and with. Next slide, please. So although WICA started out really focusing on gender issues, and there's much to still be done there in terms of opportunity, pay equity, et cetera, we have broadened our reach to a more holistic DEI platform, and we look to be a resource for the industry from this standpoint. There's other examples that are being shown throughout the industry. The Concrete and Masonry Related Associations, which is essentially the association for associations in our industry, has had DEI on the agenda in all their recent meetings. And AOE, the firm that I lead, will be launching a benchmarking survey tool in June for members of the industry that want to see how they're doing as well as get recommendations about how to build out their DEI program. So in summary, WICA wants to support and provide and be a resource as well as a conduit for, for building the DEI programs throughout our industry. I'm going to now hand it over to Kim Spahn. She's Vice President of Strategy and State Operations for the American Concrete Pipe Association um, and also serves as President of their foundation. Kim? Yeah, thank you, Kimberly. So today I want to share with you how the Women in Concrete Alliance can support the cement and concrete industry in regards to infrastructure funding. First, we're building relationships from the top down with women CEOs at the DOT level. In the upper right, you can see a panel that was put on by our alliance in partnership with the American Concrete Pipe Association and AASHTO. We ha had the uh, deputy director of AASHTO along with CEOs from Kansas, Mississippi, Pennsylvania, and New Hampshire join us for a great discussion on issues facing DOTs at the top level. We're also connecting internally with women in our industry through a social event that was held during the paving annual meeting last year. So we can be the industry's resource to reach a unique great group of Congress as well. There's a lot of money for bridges in the Biden plan and deteriorating bridges are a big deal on the Hill. Bridges are a problem that are shared by both Democrats and Republicans, rural and urban legislators. 
We can help educate Hill staff, especially female staffers who are attracted to education taught by other females. We can discuss the need to repair bridges and what would happen to communities if bridges were unsafe. This could help our industry gain support on the Hill as well as with the general public. Also, as you know, resilience refers to the ability for an infrastructure system to absorb a disturbance and still retain its basic function and structural capacity. We all know concrete infrastructure is hands down the best product for resilience. So this is another area where there is widespread bipartisan agreement. Our infrastructure should be built to withstand severe weather events. And there's money in the Biden package for that. The problem is, is there's a knowledge gap among non-infrastructure committee offices and how to build resilience. We can develop educational programming, outlining principles on how to achieve resiliency. We'd be more than willing to engage in these initiatives. So let us know how we can help your group. Now I'd like to turn the time over to Angela Folkstead, who's the Executive Director of the Concrete Wyoming Chapter of the American Concrete Pavement Association. Angela? Thanks, Kim. The Women in Concrete Alliance appreciates the millions of good paying jobs offered in the cement and concrete industry that contribute to building and maintaining America's infrastructure. And we also recognize that the industry is facing a shortfall in skilled labor, particularly in trucking. Last fall, WICA hosted a virtual panel discussion of women in our industry, and we were fortunate to have Jamie Gentoso with Lafarge Wholesome, Kathy Morgan with ASTM, and Amy Brooks with Castle Rock Construction Company share their insights on leadership with over 100 attendees. As part of that event, we asked the participants a few questions, including why they thought more women do not enter the concrete and construction industries. As you can see from the results in the bottom right corner, we all need to do a better job of touting the benefits of our industry. I was encouraged earlier this week when I heard a representative from Oregon Tradeswomen describe how women who have been displaced out of the economy are coming into the trades because of job security and higher pay. We're all aware that stability and good pay are tools the cement and concrete industry can use to recruit. And WICA will deliver that message as we sponsor ENR's Groundbreaking Women in Construction virtual conference during the first week of May. In addition to national events, WICA members are also active locally in our states as we support women in the cement and concrete industry through mentorship and work to recruit the next generation through involvement with construction management programs at colleges and universities. I was inspired by the stories I heard from other women in Colorado's concrete pavement industry during a recent panel with Colorado State University's Women in Construction Club. And this encouragement is another piece of the puzzle in building our industry as we look at a wave of retirement of experienced veterans. And as our delegation met with legislators this week, uh, we discussed the importance of starting the recruitment process early with a focus on career and technical education programs in our high schools. I encourage you to engage Wickham members as your partners in workforce development efforts. Our workforce is shifting and building for the future will push us all to recruit with an eye toward engaging a more diverse group of people who bring a variety of talents that will help us to continue to improve our industry. I'm happy to hand off to one of my first mentors when I entered the industry, Lori Tiefenthaler, Senior Director of Marketing for Lehigh Hanson. Thank you, Angela. And now it's call to action time. 
we appreciate you. We appreciate you taking the time to listen to what we had, what we have going on, and <clears throat> ensure we keep and attract women and others that are small in numbers to our industry. If this time today has piqued your interest, here are some ways you can engage. Collaborate with Women in Concrete Alliance um, and or build similar teams in your organization for diversity, equity, and include, for your diversity, equity, inclusion needs. Um, collaborate with us, you know, and host an event. If you're doing conventions and meetings, as you just heard from the American Concrete Pipe and Pavement Association, they hosted events within their meeting um, just recently. And let us know of outside opportunities for WICA to represent you. Um, become visible, engage with us, engage with WICA, um, encourage the people on your teams to engage. We are an inclusive group. Um, you don't have to be a woman to join. Uh, work together, you know, to change, we need to work together to change the perception that construction companies are female friendly. Um, if you, you know, if you're wondering how to find us, um, go to LinkedIn. We have a group on LinkedIn. Um, on Facebook, you can like and share with us on Facebook. Sign up for our news distribution list. Um, send Wicca your stories to post or repost on our LinkedIn page. It's a closed LinkedIn group, so you have to apply to be in that. And then engage, share, uh, collaborate. Help us raise the level of visibility for our industry on diversity and inclusion. On a more personal note, you know, become aware if your teammates feel supported or abandoned. 2020 was a tough year for many reasons and people are hurting. You know, let's stop ignoring the hearts. Let's communicate together. Hashtag stronger together. Today, this is, you know, this is a grassroots, this is at a grassroots level. And if you believe these causes and actions of Wicca should grow at a higher or faster level of activity, especially due to the influence in DC and the labor shortages we are facing as an industry, consider support. Okay, next slide. <clears throat> you know, today being it's Earth Day, it's a day to assess personal responsibility. Inclusion is not someone else's job. It is on all of us to become aware of our own biases and work on them. Working on this is hard to do alone. In some cases, it, it has been uncharted, uncharted territory and maybe silence was the chosen you know, path for comfort reasons. If you, you know, if you yourself want to get more proactive, we hope we departed an idea that resonated with you on this Earth Day. Again, thank you, and please connect on social and follow the Wicca podcast on Spotify or where you get your podcast. This is where we this is where we host recordings from events uh, from the event speakers. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lori, for those inspiring words. Thank you all, women in concrete.